I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Brian Poomer and Geo coming to you live for the Built Ford Talk Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You said you can look in somebody's eye, these quarterbacks, and tell right away. Telling you. Now, I missed on one, but I never met the guy. And that was, unfortunately, the kid out of Ohio State that ended up passing away. Dwayne Haskins, yeah. That's the only guy that I, ne- I never met him personally. Yeah. I saw him throw that ball in the, in the Rose Bowl, man. He was, it was like, it looked so easy to me. Yeah. Now, do you do that like when you're hiring people to found in the foundation or at the foundation where you look at them in the eye and you can tell that they're rock solid? Or is it just with quarterbacks? No, you'd like to think you have a, a way with hiring the right people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I could do, I could do that, too. I mean, Not with quarterbacks. I mean, I mean, with people. Like with but people. I'm just saying, like, like, the reason I say, like, guys like Jim Kelly or Dan Marino, those guys, put them in a room, let them hang out with a guy. Maybe if you get him to play, if, if the guy, the kid plays golf or something, go out and play around the golf with him. Yeah, you can really find out about whether or not they have what it takes. But I mean, some guys are also great in those situations of of faking their way through it. True. Now you know it's interesting looking back on all that stuff about Patrick Mahomes and people saying he should be a fifth round or a fourth round or whatever, whatever. I mean, that John Dorsey out there in Kansas City was right on it. I mean, like, whether it was him or Brett Beach or whether it was uh, Andy Reid or all three of them, all the guys that were scouting everybody, they found a, a magic kid. They found him. And, you know, whatever his issues were in college, Andy Reid could figure it out. And Andy Reid and, and at that time, I think it was Matt Nagy was there. And they were going to work with him. And they were going to get him to do all the fundamental aspects of it right. But I do think that there are times in games where, you know, Patrick is the most non-fundamental quarterback you've ever seen. And it works for him. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, it's whatever he's doing, it's working for him. Not everybody can do it. And we saw, you know, with Zach Wilson trying to do some of the stuff that Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes do, even though he's got the talent, could never really figure it out on the field. You know, people want to be like that, but can't. Uh, so it is. It's a. It's definitely a fascinating to look back. And I mentioned yesterday on the show that I was watching that John Dorsey press conference that was out there and him taking the slings and arrows from the media about the pick and how he said, "I believe he's going to develop into a great quarterback." And he and, was right. And he was right. And what was what was the best part? I think about that was the fact he said develop, and they sat him for almost an entire year. They put him in one game in week seventeen. 
And that game didn't matter, but yet he played really well in that game. Right. I mean, when he was in here, I mean, my my whole thing was he was talking about shagging fly balls at the age of five and six in Major League Parks because of his dad. Uh, because of his dad. Yeah. And I was just thinking along the lines of if I were five or six and I were in a Major League Baseball, you know, field and I was shagging fly balls, like there's no way that I'm going to be intimidated. I'm going to be, I'm ready to roll, man. This is like my shot and I can't wait to get there. And that's exactly what he's turned out to be. Let's go to Jay, who is in Westchester. What's going on, Jay? What's up, guys? First of all, thanks for getting us through a tough post-Super Bowl week. I've definitely had the post-Super Bowl blues, and you guys have been keeping me entertained. My question is for Booms on this Eye of the Tiger uh, theory here. So I'm asking you, Booms, as a great quarterback, does Daniel Jones have the Eye of the Tiger? Does he have that look in his eye? You've met him. What do you think? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there was many times after those interviews that, that he was just steps away going back into the locker room. We were like, man, that guy's a flatliner. He'd say it on the air, too. So it's like he is. He, he just doesn't have that I personality. Mean, but, that's the, but that's the personality the Giants wanted. Yeah. You know, I mean, when Eli was here, he was a flatliner. Now he's one of the funniest guys on TV. Yeah, but because but it's a different set of circumstances. Would you have looked in his eyes and seen that though? He's always been a goofy looking dude, you know. Yeah, but I think with Eli, it's DNA. You know, yeah. his dad was a great quarterback. His brother's a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback. His nephew's probably going to be a great quarterback. So you think it's in the DNA? Has to be right. So, and and on top of that, you know, he plays the role, the little brother role, like to a T, perfectly. Yes, and has helped yeah. him in his post career. Endeavors. Mark in Westchester. What's up, Mark? Gentlemen. Hey. Gentlemen. I agree. You got to have the eye of the tiger. When I turned the Super Bowl on and you looked at Brock, you could tell he never looked rattled in his first Super Bowl. And then you look at Zach Wilson and it's like the kid looks completely lost. And I would argue that Daniel Jones doesn't look completely lost. I agree it's his personality, but at least when he's under center, he doesn't look like he's lost. But Brock, it was clear, and it's clear, as, as being a sales leader, running sales teams, when these guys come in and you talk to them, you can tell who's going to do well and who's not going to do well. So I, I'm with you a thousand percent, Booms. Thanks, I, I appreciate it. I just, you know, interviewing Brock Purdy at the Super Bowl, man, I was, I came away and, and uh, our producer, Drew Kaliski, was in there, and I just came away saying, wow, this kid has got his act together. I mean, he is he, – and plus, you know, his teammates love him. Yeah. I mean, his teammates fight for him, and this whole game manager nonsense thing is because of, of people who could never manage a game and do what he is asked to do in terms of their offense and be able to navigate the offense. Like, the nuances of playing quarterback is not just throwing the ball to the right guy. You got the right formations. You got to understand personnel. You got to understand pass protections. You got to understand when to snap the ball when there's a guy in motion and where that guy, where that guy needs to be when you're snapping the ball. I mean, all of those little things every quarterback has to do. Yeah. And then on top of that, you, then you got to go play the game. Yeah. And to be fair, that second year that we went to Jets camp and Zach Wilson in his, in his second year. Mm-hmm. He looked different, looked confident, and came across as a kid who had matured in a big way. And got hurt. He ended up getting hurt after that, yes. And that but, screwed him up. 
Yeah, without a doubt. So, I mean, I, I don't want to make it seem like I looked at Zach Wilson and was like, this guy can't play um, by just looking at him in training camp. I was fully convinced that of all the reports you heard from the coaches and I was taking charge and all of these things. And I felt it when he was sitting next to us. But it just didn't pan out. He gets hurt, and that's what happens. You know, and that's unfortunately what's happening with Daniel, Daniel Jones. He's been getting it's too many injuries, too many significant injuries. Let's go to Chris in Smithtown, our friend. What's going on, Chris? What's up, guys? How you doing? Great, Chris. What do you got today? So getting back to the uh, the Frank the Tank walks with Francesca, I yeah. didn't actually listen to their conversation. I just saw it on my Instagram newsfeed. Can yeah. you imagine Francesca started like mentoring him, takes him under his wing, and just kind of shows him what to be like when he's famous, how to lose weight and all this stuff that he's got no basis <laughs> talking about? <laughs> It is funny, Chris, and I, I did watch the teaser for it. I haven't gotten a chance to watch the whole thing, but it's classic Mike because he's asking Frank questions but never lets him answer. So he just talks and talks and talks the whole time, and Frank doesn't answer, at least the clip that I saw. He's like, so you like being famous? I mean, you're famous now. So you, do you like it? Is that something that you like? Or do you not like it because you're famous now? I mean, there's autographs. You take, you take a lot of pictures. You probably take a lot of pictures. You like taking the pictures? You just have pictures. In. So, I mean, this is different for you because you got the pictures and the autographs. And you're Frank the Tank. I am Frank the Tank's a big star. So you are you a big star? Do you like being a big star? What do you? How do you spell star? It was just like, God, let him talk. Did, did, he, did Frank the Tank even say a word? Jesus. I'm telling you right now, if we could find this exact thing, let's see. It, it, he that is not what I did was a slight exaggeration, but it is it's it's insanity. So the, I'm just wondering if Frank the Tank have anything to say. Well, he the whole thing is an hour in this okay, in okay. this teaser right. of the thing. It's uh, yeah. Here we go. Well, no, that's not the one. Uh, the, I need the I need the exact team because he's just asking him. He's like, "So you're stalling now?" Okay, here it is. Yeah, here it is. All right. So if you go 16 hours, uh, you know what? I'll just send you the exact post there. All right, and I'll send you the exact post of what I'm talking about. The teaser for this. I'll text it to you, and uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, let's go to Mike and Patchog. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing today? Great, Mike. What do you got for us? I used to play football with Bayport High School. I played football against Boomer only one year. I sucked at football, but I was on team. <clears throat> and uh, I just remember when my coach, Coach Donnelly, we were going to play Boomer's team, and he said, listen, guys, this quarterback is the number one quarterback on Long Island, and he said, I want him on his ass. And uh, that's what he told everybody. <laughs> and uh, Boomer proved himself without eye of the tiger. He was just a great player. So some people have the skills at a young age. So I just wanted to put that in. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, <laughs> that's his perspective and his coach's perspective. Right. So that's very nice. It's very yes. nice to know that. Do you remember his father, Larry Abraham? No, no I can't. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's. Uh, Al has the uh, the teaser. I believe there's some music behind it. But you get the you get the gist. This is the teaser of the Mike Francesa Frank the Tank Walk podcast. Well, how about how about what's exploded beyond belief? How about you? They tell me you're like a rock star wherever you go. You go to the game. I, I you can't. Get, what do you do? You got autographs. You sign. You're doing voiceovers. I you're can't doing believe it. Personal appearances. You've become a rock star. Tell me what, what? How has it changed your life? How does it feel to be now Frank the Tank, the sports celebrity? It's crazy. I you like it. Yeah, I do like it. It's, 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 do you embrace the public? Yeah, I do. I do. 
I appreciate all my fans. You uh, sign all the autographs. I sign Smile, all the autographs. Take the pictures. Yep. You got to do that. You got to oh, yeah. do that right now. And you know Stop one of the things that uh, is... Uh, Stop it! Is I have you people, know what I'm talking like, about, man? Yes! Send me uh, their address. Hey, Al, like, Al, send out Christmas cards. Send about nice. 200 Christmas cards. All right, so literally in the first, I think, 15 seconds, there were 11 questions. <laughs> <laughs> None of which he allowed him to answer. Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you take pictures? Do you sign autographs? What's it like? I mean, do you like it? I mean, when you sit there, you got fans now, okay? So you got fans now. So you know, do you like having fans? Do you not like having Holy fans? Do you write letters? Uh, who's your favorite fan? Who's your favorite female fan? Who's your favorite male fan? Ooh, uh, yeah, well, uh. <laughs> there was eleven questions. Oh like my god! Seconds. And Frank's like, god. oh, oh, he's trying to get in. He's just making noises. <laughs> <laughs> I take pictures. You like pictures? The cell phone pictures? The regular? Anybody take Polaroids anymore? Do you saw? You know what you could do? You know, back in the day, you used to take a Polaroid. They'd hand it to you. I'd wait for it to develop. I'd wag it in the air, and then I'd sign that picture. You get two for one, just like that. You had to do something like that. I don't know. If Polaroids are around anymore. God, holy God! Now did I exaggerate? No, <laughs> that is unlistenable. I mean, it's just you just won't let them talk. It's, he's got his like arm on him too, and he's walking. It's it's a, quite the visuals. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Poor Frank. So much a celebrity, he's not even allowed to answer a question. I'm sure that I'm sure as it goes on, because it's like an hour long. Oh, it, if it goes he, on like that, man, he talks. Like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one hell of a. Uh, that's one hell of a rags to riches story. I, I think mentioned. I counted ten questions in the first fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, when you were sitting there counting them I was on your hand, like my hand. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more time, Al. Let's see. One, one, one more time for the I, beginning. It. All right, we're gonna. All right, we're hold gonna, on. I'm gonna time it. All right, you're gonna count the questions. I'm gonna count the hands. questions. All right, all right. Here we go. So, this is Frank the Tank, Mike Francesa. Let's take a look. How many questions did he ask? Well, how about how about what's exploded beyond belief? How about you? They tell me you're like a rock star wherever you go. You go to the game. I, I can't. Get, do, what do you do? You got autographs. You sign. You're doing voiceovers. I you're can't doing believe it. Personal appearances. You've become a rock star. Tell me what. How has it changed your life? How does it feel to be now Frank the Tank? Is what celebrity? It's crazy. I you like it. Yeah, I, I do like okay. it. It's, 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 do you embrace the public? I got. Yeah, I do. I do. Ten, do you embrace I the public? I appreciate all yeah. my fans. Uh, sign all ten, your ten, 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 ten in twenty-five seconds. That's what I got. Now, some of it was like statements, but were kind of questions in a way. Like you, you do appearances now. Like you know, I hear you doing appearances. Like which could be a question. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. kind of it's kind of both. But yeah, I mean. Oh, if yeah. that whole thing is like that, I can't be. It can't. It can't be. There's no way. I mean, an, I guess I, I suppose it could be. <laughs> if you've ever listened to Mike's solo shows, I, I suppose it could be. All right, so tell me, I lost the way. Okay, you, you get on the scale. Do you like a scale? What type of scale? Do you have your digital scale? Do you have a regular scale? Ah, uh, okay. What type of foods do you eat? What's your favorite food group? All right, let's talk roughage. What well, roughage? <laughs> Are you a kale guy? Are you a spinach guy? If I all right, very good. Uh, fiber, you get enough fiber in your diet. I like fiber, fiber. You can get the fiber one as a cereal. You could do if you want to just skip right to that. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan is CBS Sports Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We are just talking about Frank the Tank Fleming of Barstool and Mike doing their walking together. Uh, in a podcast that they did, a video podcast. So coming up after Jerry, I want Al to just hit at any point. Just fast forward, rewind, fast forward, and just stop and see at any point if Mike is not talking. <laughs> and, and Frank is talking. So uh, then uh, drink if Mike's talking and don't no, drink no, no. if Frank's talking. No, no <laughs> drinking or we're going to have big problems uh, getting home today. But we'll do that in just, uh, in just a little bit. I want to go to Joe in Norwalk, Connecticut, though, before Jerry. What's going on, Joe? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up, man? All right, so I have my official review of the Frank the Tank podcast. I got to sit down last night with my Casamigos and watch it live. Nice. Well, it wasn't live. But uh, basically, the whole time, you guys are completely right. Mike's just butting in. Left, right. There's a little bit of, uh, 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 <laughs> as they're walking. And they're both taking deep, heavy breaths. No offense to Frank. I'm a big fan of his, but he is a big guy. And they're both walking. There's a lot of grunting and ooing and eyeing. <laughs> but there's a scene, if you guys, if Jerry can pull up or one of them, when they're walking out of Mike's driveway... And Frank's talking about his weight. Mike's hesitant to say that he was over 300 pounds. So he'll do one of these. Uh, yeah, I was over three. Well, I was a little bit bigger than I was now. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a classic Mike moment that's perfect. Oh, where he, he's just about to admit that he was over 300 I, pounds. I think I, I think I saw this. But stop short. All yeah, right. look at Joe. I mean, the people are just, they don't miss a thing. See, but the thing about it is, they if don't you miss it right, thing. you got to have some Casamigos to be going to watch this thing. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not watching it, so. Yeah, not the whole thing, not 58 minutes. I'll be outside playing, Al. <laughs> you guys can stay there and watch your videos and your exes and your, your Instagrams. Al, do you have it up now? Now I'm feeling, I do, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling You want to give me a, a time? It's uh, 56 minutes, 59 seconds. You want to just give me a, a time to... Go to 31.15. 31. Oh, All right, here we go. We give him a trophy and give everybody a check for five hundred grand. I can't and believe say, like, what was the meaning of that? Like, <laughs> just talking over him again. You know, I can't All right, believe. There you go. Let's try uh, four oh eight. Oh, okay. Early on in this. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Innings. You got to have people who can pitch those innings. I can tell you right now, he feels. I'm going to find some guys behind center. Six fifty two. All right, Jerry. Six fifty two. Are these contracts with <laughs> you got dead money like Cabrera with the Tigers? All right, you don't thirty-eight 
25. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. Really wonderful, guys. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very close to Lou Lamarillo. I have that for a very long time. Brilliant guy. A brilliant guy. <laughs> That's what we're trying really to find is a place in this podcast, podcast where Mike is not talking. You have another oh. number there? Uh, All right, I'll go one more with you, Al. How long is the podcast? An hour. 56.59. All right, so let's go to um, 49.30. <laughs> 49.30. Is this the one? Work. And uh, I'm very happy <laughs> for your success. Well, thank you. Oh! oh okay. you need we, thank go. you. we got a thank you in there. We got a thank you. That was funny. <laughs> uh, Lou Lamarillo. <laughs> very tight. I'm very good friends with Lou Lamarillo. Twelve <laughs> ten. Kodai Senga needs the mornings, and I'm very close with Kodai Senga's uh, interpreter. He's a great guy. He's actually over the house right now. We're gonna have lunch after this. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on over there? Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog, fresh human grade dog food delivered right to your door, and brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Kind of station related, so we'll keep it there for the moment. Uh, you saw BT and Sal yesterday. The, the way they were I dressed. I got to tell you this. This uh, video that they put out yesterday with uh, Sal as a clown. Yeah, I, I I had to look at it like five times. I was oh, laughing. so funny. I was laughing so hard. Fair to say, he had enough of it at one point. Yeah, like I've never heard that before. Oh, you're a clown. Oh, you're a clown. Okay, all right, you're really original. Haven't heard that before. It's really going to hurt me. Guess what? I'm not, in fact, a clown. I'm a talk show host on WFAN. I mean, it was so funny. And BT laughed at him, and he's dressed <laughs> as gold dust. It's great. It's a great visual. And then uh, I think this was the day before when a caller was confused by Sal's Met Point. Why don't you go in and sign J.D. Martinez like, signed uh, Max Scherzer, you know. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, You're not making any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there that you was, go. That's what I'm talking that about. Overnight pipes there, man. Yes. Broke those out. You are not kidding. Um, what else? We got the Knicks last night. They lost to the Magic 118-100. Paolo Boncaro at 36 points. Franz Wagner at 21. Uh, here is Boncaro on Bally Sports Florida getting more and more comfortable doing what he's doing. Real slow out there for me. Uh, I feel like I'm seeing the game better than I ever have in the NBA. So I'm just uh, trying to you know, make the defense pay, whether they're trapping me or loading up or letting me free, whatever it is, trying to make them pay. Yeah, so I was, that's the most I've really seen him play last night. He is really something. Um, the Knicks have dropped four in a row, five of six, but they're really banged up. That said, they're 33 and 22, and that's why Jalen Brunson, who had 33 in the loss, says solid so far. We've had a great you know, two-thirds of the season, and um, we put ourselves in the position where We've done well, but we have a lot of room for improvement. Now they've reached the all-star break. They'll play the 76ers in Philly next Thursday. The Magic are 30-25. and 25. The Celtics hammered the Nets 136-86. to 86. Enough said. A chippy game in San Francisco where the Warriors lost to the Clippers yet. L.A. forward Mason Plumlee was uh, a little bit frustrated along the way. And Plumlee couldn't finish. I like when the announcer there on uh, on Bay Area NBC is like, what is he doing? He was punching him, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, here was Norman Powell. The Clippers did win the game. Here was uh, Norman Powell's emotional fourth quarter for sure. It's not the first time this has happened to a team going into the break. I did not think it was going to be us. And so no, now that's, you have the challenge. Jacques Vaughn, you jackass. Uh, let's try it again. Coming together and um, taking a win. That's what we talked about after all that. Um, 
review the flavor and everything. Um, coming in and just focusing on whatever it takes to take the game away from him and applying ourselves offensively and defensively. And so the Clippers have been really good. Tyloo was uh, ejected in this game for two technical fouls after that. Suns beat the Pistons 116-100. Why would I ever bring this up? Because before the game, Detroit center Isaiah Stewart was arrested for assaulting Phoenix center Drew Hubanks hours before tip-off. Yeah, punched him in the face. Yeah. Here was yep. here was Kevin Durant post-game. Dudes get into stuff, and stuff may happen, but, you know, we try to avoid that in this league, but it happens, and hopefully we can move on from it. And um, we all support Drew and got Drew's back, and, you know, He'll move past it. I don't know what Drew said, but so Drew what was the impetus to all this? All right, right, so, any idea? It's so the Suns put out a statement said the attack on Drew Eubanks was unprovoked and acts of violence such as this are unacceptable. We unequivocally support Drew and will continue to work with local law enforcement and the NBA. So Eubanks said before the game that the altercation happened as he was coming into the arena. Yep. He said an argument started and they were chest to chest before Stewart threw the punch. Security intervened. Eubanks said he was fine for the game. The police said he suffered a minor injury. What was the... No idea what the argument was the, about. The article I read did not say. It was very similar to what G just read. Oh, I would think that you, you know, know Adam Silver's got to take a pretty hard stance here, right? I found it here. Uh-oh. It was, why is ESPN News still called ESPN News? <laughs> and the two of them just couldn't... <laughs> He's such an ass. They couldn't they settle. They couldn't come together. They, they couldn't just couldn't understand. They couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> You're such a dummy. <laughs> uh, meantime, Commissioner Adam Silver was on uh, the Pat McAfee show. And yes, Vegas in the future is possible for a team. We want to figure out what our media relationships are going to look like. But then we will turn to expansion. And Vegas is definitely on our list. What's, what's remarkable about Las Vegas, it's not that large a market. It's I mean, small. as the U.S. goes. I mean, I forget. I, like last I looked, I think it was the 44th largest market or something like that. Wow. But man, do they punch above their weight? And you know, LeBron wants a team, and so they. Well, of have course, a team. yeah. So they're going to definitely, you know, and one of the things about Vegas being out there, uh, the pro teams being there, the A's coming there. Of course, the Knights are there, and the Raiders. They're missing a basketball team, and you know, I don't know. Did they have a professional soccer team there? I don't know. We I don't do think know, so. We do know that they have minor league baseball there. They do. What's interesting about the A's, I read yesterday, they were, they were a part of the Mets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. The area, whatever they were called, 51s. Yeah. The, um, the A's have nowhere to play after this season. Like yeah, they, I don't, they don't know where to go. They'll, they'll figure out where. They'll, they'll go somewhere. With Vegas, it's not like they want them right now, at least, right? We heard that last week. Yeah, well, the mayor there. was all like, yeah. for Clem because it didn't go down the, the way that she wanted it. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. The Klempt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was old Mike Myers. Yes. Spilkis in your Gedeckers. Remember that? Yes. What was the name of that character? Coffee Talk. It was Coffee Talk. I got Spilkis in my Gedeckers. I'm all the I'm all the Klempt. Barbara Streisand. Yes. It's like butter. Oh, man. It's so funny. I mean, the mayor out there was just like, she had a plan. They went against their plan. So she got ticked off. I wonder if you could get away with coffee talk these days. Probably not. Now I'm getting emotional. I'm a little verklempt. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I believe, because they used to talk about, you know, Barbara Streisand being their queen. And they'd always talk about it. And I think when Barbara Streisand came on the set that Mike Myers actually didn't know that she was going to show up. So it was a surprise to him as well. And he had to, in character, mm. pretend that he was surprised. And it was like one of the memorable episodes back then. I love that. 
that time of Saturday Night Live was was my time. I love that. <laughs> Myers, Dana Carvey, the Wayne's World, that, Phil Hartman, Farley, the whole thing. Whatever happened with your guy doing it? Shane Gillis? Yeah. Oh, I think it's coming up. Oh, it wasn't this past Saturday. Oh, we missed I, I didn't miss it. I... I I don't. I don't think so. Uh, the way no. you guys were talking, I thought it was the Saturday night before the Super Bowl. I didn't realize. Okay, so that's no. I'm pretty yet. sure it's he's doing doing it coming up. Uh, yeah, I'll get you the date. Okay. On that. All right. Well, you do that since we're talking about being at the Super Bowl. And yes, the February twenty fourth. Okay, so next weekend. Yep. Got it. Uh, the events of yesterday, horrific. You guys have covered that this morning. In terms of football, um, the 49ers did fire Steve Wilkes. Here was Kyle Shanahan on a conference call. Likes him personally, um, but it's a move that had to be made. Really um, says nothing about Steve as a man or as a football coach. I mean, he's exactly what we wanted as a man. Uh, he is a great football coach. Um, but just where we're going, where we're at with our team, um, from a scheme standpoint and things like that. And it was time to move on, and so that's what he did. And I also was just reading a little while ago, there's been a few of their coaches that have now departed for other jobs. So it's going to be a very different look uh, in terms of the coach room for the 49ers going forward. A couple more from the Kelsey brothers and their New Heights podcast yesterday that came out about 9 o'clock yesterday morning. Travis Kelsey talking about how he and Andy Reid in lockstep, as bad as things did look, of course, on Sunday when he got in his face. I couldn't be... You know, more proud of being his product on the field, and I couldn't be uh, more proud of you know where we've be- where we've come um, as a team since I got here in 2013. He they've done a lot of winning, and his numbers have been incredible. He also says he gets it that a lot of people are going to have things to say, but he only cares about coaches' opinion. Everybody else, I don't, I don't give a what anybody else says. I talked to Coach Reed about it today, and we kind of chuckled about it. Then you've got Tom Brady, who would weigh in on his Let's Go podcast. Uh, he's been a little bit of a hothead at times. Uh, here was Brady's take on the whole thing. I spoke about Coach Reed is and, and Travis, but like it's it speaks to the self-confidence that Coach Reed has in himself, too. Because he doesn't take that personally at all. He doesn't look at that and feel like someone offended him or... He takes it for what it is. And, uh, yeah, so we move past I it. I mean, so it's different ways to look at that. <clears throat> so what is Agreed. It? Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, but it's I do. A, it's, it's a lack of uh, respect and discipline maybe. and self-control. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And Kelsey said that, too. He's got to get better with controlling his emotions in times like if that. If Tom Brady's going to say that during a broadcast, that ain't going to work. Yeah. I, I, that's not going to work. I'm sorry. Yeah, I totally disagree with his take on that. I mean, there's some people that, and Andy Reid is not weak, but there's some people that say if they take something like that from a player and just and just let it go, that that's a sign of weakness. If it were if, like a first-year head coach. Right, and let me ask you this question. How about when Sean Payton was screaming at Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson sheepishly walked away? I mean, is that just in the moment and that's okay and we can deal with it? It's a bad look for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. It I certainly mean, I, is because he looked like he wasn't standing up for himself and he was just getting chewed out by the coach. I, I would I just say, uh, you know, that I don't I, I did not hear what Tony Romo said about that. I, I brought it up at halftime. So he went, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm just saying like if you're if if Tom Brady is gonna like describe that situation the way he just described it, yeah. That's not gonna go over well. By the way, did you <laughs> Did you see Charlie Weiss that Romo makes him want to vomit when he yeah, talks? I did. See, I did read those quotes. He, has, he would like to. Th- he would rather throw up than listen to the broadcast. Is what his I don't, I don't what his take was. Yeah. It's not that bad. Yeah, I know. What are we doing? I would not take vomit over 
any broadcast, I think. No, but I knew you liked to vomit when Aaron Boone speaks. Mm -hmm. So I'll just give you four seconds going into the season. We're hell-bent on being a champion. That's it. That's it. That's the headline. That's the story. Hellbent on being uh, a champion. He looked weathered yesterday. Weathered? Yeah. It just started. I know. That's why it was alarming to me. Think he's had a bad off season? I don't know. He did he always looks great and in shape. And to me yesterday, he looked older than he he normally looks and looked a little weathered. Well, that's not good. Yeah. He's got Juan Soto. He does have Juan Soto, Juan Soto, Juan Soto. If you got Juan Juan Soto, (laughs) I mean, come on. Yeah. That's a great ad, Jerry. That's a very good ad. See where he is next year, but this year he's a Yankee. Hey, he's a Yankee right now, and they needed a left handed stick in front of uh or behind Aaron Judge. Mm. What do you think they put him in the lineup? You just said behind Aaron Judge. Or in front of him, I don't know. Oh, Judge is gonna hit two, he hits three. That's you would think. I would think that, yes. And what's John Carl Stanton doing? Sitting. Yeah, right. Ice in his knees. Well, we'll see. Maybe he's actually healthy this year. Hmm. Uh, Rangers skate with the Canadians tonight. The Devils take on the Kings. Rutgers Northwestern on WCBS 880 at 630. Seton Hall beat Xavier. Number one UConn routes DePaul. Not a surprise there. And yes. I'm just going to say that if your Devils get this Jacob Markstrom from the the Flames, man. Here we go. Poof. Right up. Poof. Right to the top, man. We shall see. Depending on what some of the other teams do around this trade deadline coming up. Right. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. This is a media beef that sort of sprouted out of nowhere. Kind of love the media beefs. You got to love a media beef. Alan Jerry? (laughs) No, Alan Jerry, definitely that sprouted out of nowhere this morning. It certainly did, but it seems like it's squashed already. It was a short-lived media beef. Um, yeah, media beefs are great when you're not involved in them, and then we are involved in them. It's definitely, it's it's not fun all of the time, because everybody's watching. What are you going to say next? What are you going to say next? What are you going to do? What are you going to say next? Your mentions are filled with crap. You know, the amazing thing about the mentions is that the mentions are sometimes inaccurate how things were said. You think? All the time. <laughs> yep. Amazing. Uh, so anyway, it started... 
This is Bill Simmons and Pat McAfee. It started when Bill Simmons did a sort of, I don't know if I want to say disrespectful, but he did an impression of Pat McAfee where he wasn't making Pat McAfee seem like he had any talent or knew what he was talking about. So Bill Simmons does this impersonation where he goes, he's like, yeah, he's like, Pat McAfee's found this thing where he's just like, I don't know, man. That's not good. Jordan Love. I mean, he's playing well. I don't know. And then, like, he has 15 guys around him that go, yeah, I don't know either, man. Like, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. So he, like, does this thing where it basically makes Pat McAfee look like an idiot surrounded by idiots. (laughs) That's what he made it sound like, right? So Pat McAfee gets wind of this, and he waited for a moment to slam Bill Simmons. And apparently there was Bill Simmons was involved with FanDuel in the Bill Simmons parlay. And only 8,000 people ended up betting that same parlay on the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship game or one of the things with Bill Simmons. Did it Did it win? I, that I don't know. Okay. Um, and I would assume probably not. Okay. So then Pat McAfee out of nowhere decides to respond to Bill Simmons with that. He's like, yeah, he's like, great job. Only 8,000 people but the parlay with you, 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 you loser, you know, type of thing. <laughs> Throws that out there. So of course I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but but he so he throws that out there. So now Bill Simmons responds again yesterday, and he says that everything is up ratings wise in sports. He goes every you look at everything is up ratings wise. Even the shows are up. He goes the two things that aren't up are NBA ratings and whatever show replaced the 12 p.m. Sports Center. Which was Pat McAfee. Okay. So he doesn't say his name, but he goes after him again. So now... Now what? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen next? But, I mean, it is it is funny. Like, I've gotten involved in these things, too. But it is funny when you see guys who just... Like, they like this is going to keep going. Like, it didn't, and like, to a point where I feel like... I feel like they should... They need to... To like do this on the air, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like either McAfee's got to go on Simmons' podcast, or Simmons has to go on McAfee, and they got to do this on the air. Now. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Yeah, I, you know, I know Bill Simmons. I don't know him all that well, but I'm just saying, like, like which entity is more popular right now? I would say that the Pat McAfee show is. And the why does Pat McAfee just laugh laugh it off and just move on? Um, I'm not, you know, like if you're a Coke, why are you why are you fighting with Pepsi, right? True. I, I will say my answer, I agree with you. My answer to that is that Pat McAfee has, since he's gone to ESPN, been through a ton of criticism. Yeah, through, but you know why? Because more people are seeing it. Right. I, I know. I'm just giving you an answer of why he would respond to something like this. So he's been through a lot of criticism. He's When he took the deal, he got a lot of criticism from his fans that said he was selling out. He got a lot of criticism over the Aaron Rodgers stuff. He had to deal with the whole Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers thing, and then he's calling out his bosses, and he felt like one of the bosses was was throwing the ratings out there that were false ratings. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's he's taking it from all different angles, and plus he hasn't been in the media all that long, and he was a punter for God's sake. Yeah. You know, if you ask me, the guy was a punter, had a, had a great personality, and ended up his career early to go follow this dream. And he's and done he's a, a great su- job with to it. To me, he's a self-made guy. He 100% is. But but now he is in the spotlight more than he's ever been in the spotlight. And I think that he's a little bit raw from all the things that have gone on since he's gone over to ESPN. And he's like, here's Bill Simmons, who he probably thinks is a douche, 
taking a shot at him, saying he doesn't know what he's doing, and that hit harder to him than it would have normally if he hadn't gone through all this other stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know it does make sense, but I would just say that, look, man, you take the money, you put yourself on a platform where more people can see you. It's part of the job. It's part of the job. That's all. That's all there is. Just take it. And, you know, it's just like I say about quarterbacks. It's part of the job. So Daniel Jones takes the slings and arrows of criticism when you have a bad year. Yeah. Uh, Look at what Zach Wilson's been through for three years. I mean, so, I mean, all these little beefs here and there, especially if somebody's just making fun of you. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we been made fun of? Uh, a million. Yeah, and how exactly. many times we make fun of people? A million. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just what happens, you know? I yes. mean, it's just the way the way that it is. Now, I understand it's different when it's coming from a, a peer, you know, or then that might be a little bit different than someone on social media. But, yeah. I mean, but this is this is one of those things where I remember when I was a listener – of the radio station, high school and college. And I would think, and not just here, but in other places, when I saw media members react in a certain way that had made it, and be like, wow, like, why? You got everything at your fingertips here. Like, why would you worry about something like that? You know, this is, it's silly. You, you, you make a good living. You got a dream job. Why would you worry about something like that? Until I sat here. <laughs> and the same thing happened to me. <laughs> So now I understand. Yeah, right. It just some things you just you can't shake off as well as others, and it takes time. You know, you you build up a an exoskeleton of sorts (laughs) over the years. It's called uh, it's called lizard skin. Lizard skin. Yes, and and it takes a while to grow, and it takes many things like Pat McAfee's going through now to to get that lizard skin. Well, he'll figure it out. I think he will, and I think that his. His success is 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 admirable, and and you're right. He shouldn't care about what Bill Simmons is saying. Doesn't but really matter. It, it doesn't. No, you know. I it, mean, I I would think that in the end, it actually does help Bill, right? Oh, sure. I think. I mean, Bill Simmons has sort of been out of the mix here. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, I like it's hard to find where everybody is with everything that's going on. Yeah. Well, but that's where now. Now we now we know where Bill Simmons is. At, well, yeah, I think we knew with the ringer stuff because that's where JJ went, right? He went, he was the New York, New York thing as part of the ringer. And I saw uh, Jerry was telling me that JJ John Justremski was wearing sunglasses taping uh, SNY last night. On a fat. On a fat. With sunglasses on. He said he wasn't sure if it was a bit or something, so it could have been a bit like, oh, they're, you know, let's just sunny Florida or something. Let's put on sunglasses because the teams are reporting. I don't know. It could have been something silly like Maybe that. Maybe somebody sat on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Two black eyes, because John Carlos Stanton sat on his face. Maybe. Maybe. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.